And good evening, everybody. Don't forget Jeff Kelman Seminars. Jeff Kelman Seminars, the dates we have so far for 2024. We've got Nashville, Tennessee, Chicago, and Mantua, New Jersey. Go to jeffkelmanseminars.com for the latest schedule and for more information about our weekend seminars. Hey, this is um, Jeff of Solid Canine Training. This is the wonderful Joelle. How are you? Great. Awesome. Things are good. Uh, mic isn't hooked up, though. It's Sorry. Not. I wasn't talking into it. Um, shit together. I hope everyone's doing fantastic today. It is a Monday. Happy New Year. This is the first show of the year, and I've been doing this for about 16 years. And I um, did podcasting for a while. Then we went to Periscope, and we started numbering these after once we went to YouTube. So we're way off on the numbers. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, it's a Q&A show. You ask your dog training questions. We give you dog training answers that are accurate, effective, and they work. Um, we get you going. I mean, a lot of the dogs that you're asking about actually need full boarding trains or full head-to-toe training. So that takes time. But we've got online courses. If you go to Solid Canine Academy, SolidCanineAcademy.com, you'll see all of our online courses and everything from puppy training all the way up to um, fully off-leash training. It's not that difficult to do once you have the right information and you implement that information. So people type in their questions below. Joelle will read them. I will answer them. Most of the questions on how to stop things. So you can hear me where the, you use the word punishment a lot. I know that's um, not normal advice you get from people because people don't want to talk about it because they're afraid of social media pushback or they don't believe in it, which means, unfortunately, they truly cannot stop an unwanted behavior from a dog. Uh, and then, obviously, we believe in you know training in all different modalities, and that means we use food to do a lot of our baseline obedience with, to do um, usually not advanced stuff because by then they're on correction. Um, and then also we go all the way up to, you know, e-cowers. The bottom line is it's not about the tools that you use. It's all dog training and can you or can you not train the dog? So what do we got? Let's see. Ryan says, hey, guys. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Avi says, good evening. Hey, Avi. Hey, hey Avi. Um, Arik says, happy new year. Hey, happy and Jonathan says, happy new year. Happy yes. new year, guys. Um, Arik says, I'm training a family dog and their son who is 14 is the main person training the dog. Is it okay for me to train him to use the e-collar? Yep. Yeah. The youngest child I'd ever trained is eight years old and he's a gamer. So he had a, obviously a grasp of the remote. And once you know how to use the remote, I mean, he used it better than most of my adult clients. So once you know how to use the remote, it's not difficult to do. And once the dog is trained, it's not difficult to do. So now that now is pretty much at one level. But if, if, if this is a one-on-one -on -one situation and you're training the child on how to do it, number one, if you have any how-to videos, show them your how-to videos, definitely explain the concept of the e-cower. Just explain the theory behind it. 14 years old, you're old enough to grasp um, a, a, a concept of a remote collar, which is simple. Um, so yes, next. All right, he's drinking. Okay. That's just bad timing. Mm. Um, Cheryl says, Happy New Year. And Terry G says, Happy New Year. Wow, Happy look New at Year. That. Happy New Year to all of you. Crazy. Ashley said, Happy New Year. The Corso went home. Thanks for all the tips. He wasn't perfect, but a hell of a lot better. Wishing you both a fantastic oh, 2024. Congratulations. Yeah, this concept of 
perfect, it doesn't exist. It does not exist. Like people send their dogs to boarding trains and they come back worse. That often happens. Now, some of that is because there wasn't enough owner training, which is very important. The most important part of a boarding train is owner training. The most tedious part is dog training. But the owner training is what is the most challenging. And if you don't have good people skills, don't own your own company or don't do go homes and maybe just stay in the back and train dogs all day, which is fine. Someone has to do all the reps. But the biggest thing is being a good coach, leader, teacher, um, and listener. And that's what's really important in the dog training industry that is unfortunately missing. Next. Um, Lewis Paulette says, Happy New Year, guys. Can't wait to join your community this evening. Awesome. Yes, join the community. So right now, excuse me, doors are open. They were not open in December. They're open right now. You can get a monthly membership or you'll save a lot of money by doing a yearly membership. And we just added Green to Graduate 2 to the annual and membership. we keep adding all different courses. We do two live coaching calls on Zoom. So it's face-to-face, voice-to-voice. We've got so much fantastic, encouraging, correct information between the members. Members are meeting up in small groups to get together. This is a true, true, true community. And the magic of it is, it is probably because it's a paid platform. So there's people on there that actually want to be on there and um, and that are just sharing such Everyone's great so information. Like Everyone's cheering for you. Everybody, like a, unfortunately, like a lot of groups... It's like they want you to stay struggling so you stay in the group. They don't want you to have success. And then from an attention-seeking behavior, people like to put up their failures because they know they'll get more attention that way than they will if you put up your successes. It's just, it's just basic, you know, social dynamics. Just, well, it's just, like in our community, everyone's posting their successes yes. constantly. And people, so and, people, and people are loving it. Yeah. So you can go to the community to, find, to sign up for that. And again, the doors will be closing again on that soon. And then they eventually, they take a month off at least, and then they open back up. So it's a select thing. It's a very select thing. Next. Um, let's see. Allison said, Happy New Year, gang. Hey, Happy, happy New, New Year. Year to you. I'm looking up, said Happy New Year. Guys, Happy New Year. Wow. It's a new year. It sure is. Crazy. It doesn't feel like it to me. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Who else? Julie B said, Happy New Year. Omar said, Happy New Year. Mm. Hey, Omar. GB Bucks, Happy New Year. I was away for a week. I was wondering wow. where you oh, were. Good for you. Hope good your for you. Christmas and everything was good. Yep. Let's see. Oscar, separation anxiety. Yep. What can I do to help my dog? He can't be alone if I'm with my other dog. Also, he cries if I pet my other dog because he wants to be pet. So that's not necessarily separation anxiety. Your dog, it sounds like your dog is just being in a, you know, wants attention. Um, but it might be, either way, it might be separation anxiety. Either way, there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, we have a course being launched in a couple of days on separation anxiety. We're launching a course. If you've got an extreme case of separation anxiety, this course will stop it and stop it effectively, efficiently, and in a very short period of time. You know, we've, we've stopped it as, as easily as one night. Years and years and years of destruction and whining and barking in the crate, um, ripping, bending bars, we've stopped that in one night. Other dogs take a little bit longer, but not like, you know, months and months and months, like they make him make sound like, or to the point where you can never leave the house. Like trainers are saying this, never leave the house, never leave the dog unattended. Mm-hmm. Anyway, teach, there's a, there's a video that we have for free. We have a course on separation anxiety. I'm sorry, on um, resource guarding. 
because your dog is also sort of resource guarding a little bit, the other dog, or resource guarding you. We have a course on resource guarding. That will help you dramatically. But there's two free videos on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, out away from people and then teaching the out command. Do both of those. Just watch both of those. That will dramatically help you. And then you set it up. You literally role play the scenario when your dog whines so you can keep proofing and proofing and proofing the obedience on it and your dog understands it and pretty soon it becomes just an automatic thing. Next. Um, all right. So the last dog I trained, the owner struggled with CS. So I told them to add the command during CS and the dog did better. Is CS using no words a make or break protocol for you or does it matter if I add it when the dog struggles? Thankfully, the dog turned out fine. So ideally... You're not using words because you don't want the, the the dog to listen to the word at that point. You want you're trying to teach the dog a foreign language, so you're teaching the dog the alphabet, and then NCS is where we're we're eventually teaching the dog word sentences, things like that, meanings. So it's important that you don't use that. It is confusing though. Keep in mind, it's very confusing to a dog. Sometimes you have to do a lot of reps for the dog to fully understand it. Sometimes you don't have the right level. Sometimes there's too many distractions. Um, it could also be a timing issue. It also could be literally how you hold the leash, how you move your body. There's a lot of variables. But to answer your question directly, it worked. For this dog, for this client, it worked. Now, will it work into more... Uh, advanced obedience, distance obedience, duration obedience, distraction obedience, I guess we'll find out. Because, because you want to make sure the dog is literate. But for now, it sounds like it, it's working. So all of a sudden, let's say it doesn't work, you can just redo it. It's not that difficult to do. Next. Oscar said he barks a lot in the kennel if he's alone. Okay. So a little bit of separation. So we have, separation. So we have a course. So instead of me going, first I'll get a bark collar for the dog. Mm -hmm. So that's so get a bark collar for the dog. You get the shock ones. Don't get the citronella. Don't get the water. And then don't put it on vibrate mode at all. Get the ones that dog barks. It gets uncomfortable. And they come with an odometer. If you go to ecollar.com, they come with an odometer, which just tells you how many barks there was. So see, there was 25 barks. And you were gone for two hours. That's a lot of barking for two hours. So chances are the level was too low. Make sure the fit is correct. Don't worry if it if the dog makes a little bit of a yip the first time he feels it. Some dogs can be dramatic and they can yip for five minutes and the collar's not even on the dog. Um, but just it comes with a manual. There's many videos on how to use it and they're highly effective. And, and, and all the negative stuff you hear about a bark collar or knee collar is actually false. I will have a discussion with anybody in the world on e-collars. I don't care what countries have banned them. So that'll help you. But the course will dramatically help you. Next. Andrea said, I'd love to know how to help my two-year-old GSD be more confident. She's nearly knocked me over a few times trying to run from something that startled her. Okay. So that is not in something that we can answer just on this. I'd suggest doing a one-on-one, -on -one, but we have a wonderful course. Again, what I love about having a library of courses, I can literally answer, question, answer your question by saying, this course is perfect for you. So we have a, we have a fearful dog course. So the dog named Vader, it's a 135-pound corso. And he had massive, massive flight risk. He would he would flee. And that's a big dog to be running away from something, especially when it's leashed. Um, and also start exposing your dog to as many environmentals as possible. Make sure you've got a good baseline of obedience on the dog. If you're struggling with that, you can get the green to graduate course. So what you can do is you can buy the... Um, 
Fearful Dog course. And if you scroll down after you purchase it, you'll be able to buy the Green to Graduate course at a discounted price. Also, if you join our community, Green to Graduate 1 and 2 is both in there. I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you out there. And then you can always get the Fearful Dog course. So we have a lot of things. Or you can just do an online console with me. But there's a lot, a lot. There's, put it this way. This can be eliminated in weeks, if not sooner. Next. Glenn says, our dog Loki is doing great now training-wise, but our dog Luke is a nightmare to train. He doesn't have any behavioral or dog issues whatsoever, but he's just so damn stubborn, refuses to listen or maintain a command like place or sit. Okay. So we see this all the time. We see like slow to learn, stubborn dog, selective listener. So um, in dog training is not for just badly behaved dogs. Dog training is for dogs. So every dog should have a good baseline of obedience. So if your dog absolutely positively knows their obedience and we're dogs on a leash, remember the dog's on a leash and I would have it on a training collar so you can reinforce things. And that could be just, you know, a simple prong collar. If you've never used one, just they look barbaric, but they're actually the safest collar to use. And they're also the most effective, ironically. And what you can start doing is run your dog through some basic commands, start learning how to use compulsion training, which is leash pressure, which yes, you're popping the, you know, the leash. Some people call it, you know, cut and paste. They'll say, oh, that's yanking crank old school. It's like, mm, actually, you know, firm leash pops go a long way. They still work. They will always work. And they, they, have, they have always worked. So now you put your dog into um, correctional mode sooner. So now you get corrected for not doing it. If you're only doing, if your dog knows the commands and you're doing a food-based system, number one, take away the food because the dog already knows the commands. Go to go to applying a punisher for a non-compliance of a known command. And then now you'll have a dog that all of a sudden isn't a selective listener, stubborn, or um, uh, difficult at all. Next. Um, GB Box said, great Dane client had a breakthrough. Dog was surprised by deer, pretty close. She had the confidence to lay on continuous. She said he stopped and lay down. I'm so psyched for awesome. her. Awesome. 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 What a great feeling. A scary feeling too. Yeah. Pray is no yeah. joke. Um, Christy said, stubborn is an understatement for Luke. And Glenn said, he does know the commands because I train both Luke awesome. and Loki. Awesome. So good job. Good kudos to you, Glenn. That's for being serious, um, obviously. Um, so now you just go to corrections. But still do like one or two reps, just like of each, like work on down, do one or two reps of down and then be like, okay, we're going to do drills, do one or two reps of place. Place is probably the simplest thing to start doing on duration. Make sure the dog is, goes to place, goes into an automatic down. And if you haven't talked to double down, we've got free videos on that and start doing that. Now, and you can also put the dog on a tie back as well. That's a wonderful command to start doing your duration on, your distraction on, do all your proofing on. And then um, you can start carrying it on to down. That's really the two biggest ones we do for duration is down and um, place. With a really pushy, snotty dog, we'll actually do long sit stays just because it's very difficult to do, builds their impulse control up, and it makes you know the philosophy of you have to do it because I ask you to do it. Next. Shelly says, my dog is very well-trained, but petrified of fireworks or gunshots. Yep. What can I do? So that can be a challenging one. I mean, like New Year's New Year's Eve, it seems to be having more and more oh fireworks these God, days. So and obviously the 4th of July. And then you have your thunderstorms and things like that. So this is what we do. We do a couple of things. If it was a young puppy, say you're, you're, you're raising hunt, you know, hunt dogs, obviously what they do is 20, 24 hours a day, literally. Sometimes they even do it when the, when the puppies are not even born yet. And... Um, they'll play low-level gunshots, constant. It's a 24-hour loop. But they also make a a, a video or a sound a soundtrack um, that has got, like, I don't know, 50 different sounds in it. 
and you're going to start playing that. Now, is that the same as the real thing? Absolutely not. Dogs can usually tell the difference. But what you can start doing is you can start leveraging. A lot of people just say, oh, keep the dog busy during fireworks, make fireworks fun. You have some dogs that are so petrified, they won't even move. So what you do is you do a lot of duration work. And if the dog tries to flee, you correct. If the dog is shaking, let it shake. If the dog is really shaking bad, believe it or not, low-level remote collar can dramatically help all that arousal go down. So there are some things you can be doing on a proactive level and on a reactive level. Next. We have a course on it too that shows it. Uh, we filmed um, it live. That's right. The bang and boom course. Yes. Literally, we had a dog that was like scared of fireworks, scared of thunderstorms. We showed like the whole yeah. whole process yeah, we do. It's very inexpensive, yeah. Is that's that in the community or not yet? It's on our website. It's on the website, yeah. Um, let's see. Brittany said, first, join the community. People do it. It's so helpful and so much info. Oh, thank you. I'm glad thank you're enjoying you, it. Our 11-week-old pup has started protesting on the leash when yep. he doesn't want to. Yep. He can be bribed with food at times to continue, but I don't want it to be a habit. Do we bribe or tell him to cut the shit? He's a 24-pound corso pup. Okay. He's not... You're not bribing him. At 11 weeks old, you it's okay. You should possibly still be doing food training, lots and lots of reps. So do your food training, just do clicker and food training, just classical, not, you know, it's, it's just classic clicker training protocols. It's like how we train all the dogs to do all of our commands. So I would stick on that with 11, with 11 weeks old. Now that doesn't mean you can't bonk the dog, but not for obedience, but for jumping up, for whining, for barking, for um, using its mouth inappropriately, um, for whining in the crate, for chewing at the bars of the crate, things like that. Um, but not for not doing obedience. So it's not that he's being stubborn and it's not that you're bribing him. He should be, or maybe you are, but bribing him, but he should be still in the proactive lots of luring if you need to and food training protocols hundreds of reps of everything and then do drills go from place to recall recall then to a down and then break play a little bit da -da -da -da. boom send him to his kennel call him out of his kennel like go, do, like do a bunch of little stuff really quick if you did 10 minutes of that non-stop that's exhausting it's exhausting next jay drink walter said let's all get our dogs better trained this year you're here absolutely um, Glenn said, with place, do I need to use the down command or is it expected? Okay. So it's going to be, so big picture, it's expected also with a head down, even around distractions. But at the beginning, if your dog knows place, to try to teach place off of the place bed. So the dog knows down, I'm sorry, down, sorry, excuse my, I messed up the words. Try to teach down off of the place bed and then you'll incorporate it into place. So place will though be one concept. Go to that surface. One word. Yeah. Yep. One. Go to that surface. Lie down and relax. Might be for three minutes. It might be for thirty minutes. It might be for three hours. I want you to look the same no matter what, though. So, um, at the beginning, you can do a verbal down. Eventually, you can um, just expect it, and then you can actually correct for noncompliance if the dog knows it. Always, please remember when it comes to an obedience command, we do not correct a dog for non-compliance if the dog absolutely do, does not know it, but we absolutely do correct for behavioral issues to stop the behavioral issues. A lot of people will say, oh no, build a relationship first. That's the biggest line of bullshit in the world. How long does it take to build a relationship with a client dog or even with your own dog? And also if you own the dog for two years, don't you already have a relationship with it? Um, to how, how many times do I have to let this dog bite my face, jump all over me, jump on grandma, sorry grandma, in two 
two weeks in three days and in the afternoon right after dinner, the relationship will be solid. Then I can start keeping the dog from knocking you over constantly. Don't worry about it. I got you a great deal at the hospital. Next. Um, let's see. Glenn says, I completely desensitized Luke and Loki to all the major sounds in our community because they used to turn on each other when those sounds yeah, happened. Redirection, yeah, it's Loki huge. Loki and Luke were completely unbothered by the New Year's fireworks. Awesome. Proud of you. That's Good great. for you. Yeah, I love progress. You see, that's what other things like people need to know. If you right now have got an out-of-control dog that is completely struggling and you are frustrated and you are like, like you're like, I'm giving this dog back, I'm giving this dog away. I get it. These are emotions. Um, I am telling you, you could be one week away. We're like, holy well, shit, I'm not... Glenn is like the perfect example. They just got the Green to Graduate and Reactive Dog Course right. like last week. Yeah. And they're like crushing it already. You can be one week away from... A week away from maybe not perfection, or not even close to perfection, but one week away from, oh, I see the light. So if I stick with this, it's going to get better, right? I'm like, yep, it's going to get better. It's just, the way it, it's just the way it works. I mean, it's like weight loss. It's like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. You know, so it's like, okay, that's less than two pounds a month. So that's actually not even aggressive at all. 20 pounds in a month, that might not be aggressive if you got a lot of weight to lose at all. That's five pounds a week. That's not that difficult to do if you're like really overweight. But I'm just saying though, some things can come very, very quickly. And dog training, believe it or not, unless we're talking about dog killers, but at least on their basic obedience and on their public access, you can actually train up pretty well. Next. Um, let's see. Sarah says, started corrections on GSD, Mr. Grumpy, when he growls at us. Mm. I say no and tap the remote. I used medium levels for a while, but still getting grumping from him. Mm. He'll turn his head away and continue to grumble. That's good. Maybe it's self-soothing because he will turn his head away, but then continues to grump. Yeah. Higher levels seem to make him growl more and approach. So what would you do? So I would so I would stick with the medium level. So this is the thing, and this is not a cop-out for not training your dog. At some point... If you've worked out, first of all, you can try a bonk or two, try a squirt bottle as well. Um, try to find, try to use different punishers for this if you can. At some point, though, do we say, you know what? The dog turned, now, if he wasn't turning his head and if he was looking at you, that's a different story. He turns his head away from you and he growls. So he's like, fine, but fuck you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Does that bother me? If it was a kid, yeah. My dog? Hey. If that's, if that's what I'm going to get, fine. Now, am I going to try to make it better? Absolutely. Would I call up a dog trainer and pay money to have it have that part fixed? Absolutely not. Next. Let's see. Joyful Canine said, thanks for the clarification of place. I still wonder if to ask for the down or wait for it naturally. Um, I mean, wait for it could be seconds. Sometimes dogs look like they're just going to down. And you can be like, awesome, great. Now, at the very, very beginning, though, let's clear another clarification. When we're working with puppies or even any dog for the first couple of reps of place, maybe even the first half dozen reps of place, we don't give a shit if they even sit. We're yeah. like, get on the bed, pause, get off the bed. Like, we have a whole, like, it's dog training. We actually have a whole protocol protocol it's yeah. a protocol it's a, it's a step one step two step three step four step five we actually have protocols on leash work and on remote collar work we have protocols on actually applying punishers we have leash reactivity protocols we've got separation anxiety protocols so yeah but i will say like we don't ever ask for the down on place it's built in so once the dog understands leash pressure down we're like place 
and immediately put leash pressure down. Right. So it becomes part of the it command. It automatic, yeah. I don't wait for them to offer right. it. Like, you'll be waiting all day with some of these dogs. Some so. dogs at the very, very beginning, though, look like they're about to down. When you put them on the bed, they're like, like oh, yeah. you're used to downing. Or sometimes yeah. they'll do it every other, even though you're not working on down technically. Yeah. Sometimes they'll just down after, still after just a couple make times. Sure they, why do we have balloons? <laughs> you still want to make sure they understand um, leash pressure. Because what happens is the dogs will come in and they'll be like, oh, I know how to lay in a bed. Right. But once they, you make them yes. or put a little bit of leash pressure, right. they freak out. Right, right. So you want to make yeah. sure you teach them that language. Probably one of the best gifts you can give your dog is the concept of pressure, leash pressure on the neck, yeah. Christy said, Glenn has done a great job. So proud of you. Awesome. Okay, why are those, are you guys seeing those balloons too? Where are they coming from? Somebody you saw that, right? Yeah, somebody probably gave us some balloons. Is that a thing? I don't know, but I haven't touched the screen. That was crazy. I think that was on Instagram, but where it is. Yep. Um, let's see. Ari said, I love Green to Graduate. Watched it several times. The main thing that confuses me is how many reps of CS before you go to NCS? Do you do CS and NCS concurrently every day? No, no. no. So for clear, thank you for asking that question. CS is like, okay, do you ever go back to training wheels? Do you ever go back to training wheels after you've been successful without them? Do you ever go back? Usually not. So CS is usually one command um, each time. Like you can do one command each time. So one time for each command. Um, and that's usually at, once the dog understands pressure, oh, I guess I should go into a sit. No pressure. Oh, walk, 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 come to a stop. Pressure. Oh, I guess I'll sit. Great. Because the dog knows you're working on sits because you did the priming stage. Priming. Okay. Now, let's say you were doing down. You prime down. Okay. I understand what that means. That's why it's important to use that leash pressure because you're teaching your dog just another pressure source now. And then now the dog feels remote pressure. Oh, so at the beginning, you do remote pressure and leash pressure if you have to. Um, but usually pressure on, no words. Dog's like, well, I know we're working on downs because you've been doing a bunch of them just with a leash. Mm -hmm. And now we're just going to CS. You're still, I'm still getting food. I'm still getting paid to do it. It's like, sure, I'll do it a bunch of times. And now I understand what pressure is. Yeah, so. you usually, usually only need like a session or two that's it. of CS. And everything moving forward is NCS. Yep. You ask the dog to do the command. If they don't, non-compliance. Yeah, non-compliance. Which is still a working level stem. We're not on correction Continuous yet. Continuous level. No. Yeah. So correction takes a long time to get to. Um, with not too long though. Don't everybody please take two or three months. Um, but I'm saying it's we do hundreds and hundreds of reps before a of an obedience command before a dog ever feels a correction. Next. Christy, should we give Luke more time to get into place and go into a down due to a previous hip fracture right before we adopted him? He broke his hip and they did rehab and we adopted him. This is about two years ago with Luke and his hip fracture before we adopted So him. that's a really great question. So like greyhounds, a lot of times, like we won't put them in sits, you know, stands are fine. Some great Danes, you know, struggle for a little bit. Some don't, um, some breeds just in general struggle. What I always say is if we were using food all the time, high value food, would your dog go into it quicker? If the answer is yes, that means the dog is capable of doing it. But we will absolutely, absolutely take into lots of consideration yeah. for a dog that is injured um, or has had surgery or physically cannot do a command. Um, just because our average walk, say, is two miles. Um, but if we get, like, we have, I remember a really overweight Roddy, overweight Roddy, this is up in Rhode Island, very, very overweight. And, um, it couldn't even make it down the down the street. So pretend a block is four corners. It just did one. It just one's one of the one of the streets. That's all. It had three more streets to go, um, and we had to turn around and come back. Um, so we had to take that in consideration and not be like, "Well, you're going for a two mile walk today." So if a dog is injured, absolutely, I'll give us some time next. 
GB Buck said, excellent explanation of place. Most dogs start to offer it, but who cares initially? Yeah. Mm. In the beginning, we don't care. Um, Sarah thinks also when using out command, sometimes Logan will start to out, but turn and go to his place. Acceptable if he's going to relax, or will this water down the out and place commands? Mm-mm, no, no, well, actually, out, out, means, out means just get out. Out means sort of like break. Out means get out of here. What you do after that is fine, as long as it's not like barking out the front window or something, you know, um, or jumping on people or like getting on the counters. Um, but uh, but same with break. When I say break, it's like okay, we're done with this training protocol right now. Um, make your own decisions. And um, if if you say out and the dog goes to place, that's actually probably pretty fantastic because that's how, how how you possibly might want it to look a lot. Mm-hmm. Out. And then the dog automatically goes to place. Now the thing is, the dog's not been put in place, therefore it can break place at any time it wants to. So when, even though the dog's in place, you can still say place, and then the dog knows it has to stay. Yeah. Believe it or not, we've done it. We've tried it many, many times. Give the dog a command. Don't give the dog a command. And um, when it does it on its own, it knows it's done. It's on its own. Next, Christy said, "Luke is super slow with everything he does. So we were just curious if that should be a consideration." He's stubborn, but it's clear to us the slowness is part of his injury. So if it's absolutely connected to the injury, then you, you it would be not great to, to push it. But some dogs, though, we have seen are very slow because they just don't like to work. And it's not because the training is not good. It's not because the motivator is not good. It's just that they just don't like to work. They've, I'm five. I've never been asked to work before. It's like, what are you, crazy? I'm not getting a job. Hell no. <laughs> I'll work at a coffee shop. Nothing against coffee shops, but I'll still pay $5,000 a month rent because, you know, mommy and daddy pay my bills. It's like, no, no, it's not the way it works. You're, you're going to work for your dinner. So, but if the dog is just slow because of injury related, I'm not going to, I'm not going to push it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely not. It's going to be fair yeah. to the dog. Yeah. Next. Sarah said, great. Thank you. You're That's it right now. Awesome. We're hustling through these questions. Yeah, I think I was talking fast. You were yeah. talking really fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I talk fast, everybody. The cool thing is you watch the replay, put it at 0.75. Yeah. Also, we have um, probably tomorrow. Depends mm. how fast Tony's getting stuff done on the back end. You listening, Tony? Tony, we are, you listening? We're going to be hosting a free Ooh. webinar on separation anxiety because I know so many people are struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like every day we get inquiries oh, yeah. about separation it's probably, anxiety. It's probably separation anxiety and leash reactivity probably probably right at the top. So we're going to, like, again, it's a, so much of separation anxiety is, like, conceptual. So we're going to be really just, like, right. talking a lot right. about it. It's non-separation anxiety protocols that you should be doing right you still have to do the separation anxiety protocols but you got to be careful about band-aiding yeah be careful about band-aiding yes so keep your eyes peeled most likely we'll be putting the link to sign up out tomorrow yes and there's going to be we're 10 to 12 days out from the live training but if you actually want to buy the course because you know us you're like uh, the, uh, every course I bought from them, I've gotten results. So separation anxiety, I struggle with that. I'll buy that too. So if you absolutely know you want to buy that course before the live seminar, there's going to be a special price for that. And then the live seminar, there's be a, that's the pre-launch price. So there's going to be like a pre-pre-launch price and then a pre-launch price and then the final price. So you'll be able to save probably about 60 to 70%. But um, that's the, the only time there'll ever be a sale is when we do pre-launch um, pre-launch stuff. But other than that, in 2024, there'll be no sales going on. So... Every, everybody's paying the same price. Yep. Separation anxiety is going to be good, that though. The dog really we're good getting one. in. Uh, they can't leave the house. It's been a year now. 
He will. He self mutilates. Yep. He breaks teeth, breaks his nails. Everything around the house. If he's loose, he can't Huge be in a crate. Stuff, destroys yep. stuff. Can never. He hasn't been left alone for a year. He can't be. He can't yeah. be. So we'll we'll stop that. And they've tried other stuff. They're not just like, oh, this is the way our dog is. They've tried other stuff, but unfortunately, it's a lot of that stuff that doesn't work. We'll get into it. But we're we're really good at stopping separation anxiety. Really good at stopping everything. Um, pee stuff, definitely not. I would be like, we are not the experts find, on pee. Find somebody really good. Find somebody that deals with just basic housebreaking. Excuse me, even though the dog might be older, even though the dog might be older. Brittany said, "So with the eleven-week-old pup, do you just focus on the puppy course, or do you watch it and integrate it with green to graduate? We do crate protocols, sit here, exposure, our main focus. Okay, I would work on. And then hold on, I'm not done. And then no puppy nonsense, like biting and jumping. Yeah, awesome. For the pup, there's just so much learning. We don't want to confuse him. You won't confuse him. Focus on one command at a time during the learning stage, and then incorporate multiple commands during the lifestyle stage. I would absolutely work on place and down. Absolutely, it's way more important than sit." way more important than sit. I rarely ask a dog to sit, but I'm always asking my dogs to down. Why? I take my dogs everywhere and I want them lying down whenever we get to the location. I want them lying down in the vehicle. I want them lying down in the house. So down is huge. I want your dog to be able to do down for long periods of time with high levels of distraction. Get that. But right now I would do puppy course and I would say in about a month, or sooner, if you want to, you can start watching. You know, start incorporating the green to graduate course. And all you're really doing at the leash, the leash commands is you're just more distractions, more duration, things like that. So you can start that as a puppy, but do, but I'd rather have owners do lots and lots of drills, lots of drills, especially your recall drills. Yeah. Next. Joyful Canines said the webinar tomorrow is that for members only. I'd love to send my client. Is it live or recorded? So it's not happening tomorrow. We're gonna like put the link out for you to join tomorrow, but it's not going to happen probably till like the 13th or 14th about just the Q&A, of January. The basic Q&A one. No. Be. It's Tuesday. What are you talking about? Tuesday morning is our Q&A. No, she's talking about the separation anxiety oh, one. Oh, just say that? The webinar, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's not tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be happening January, like probably, like I said, 13th or 14th, but right. the link to join, like to sign up for right. it, We'll probably be going out tomorrow. But if you're talking about the Tuesday and Thursday link, you shouldn't be showing that to any non-member. That defeats the purpose of being part of a membership. I don't think she's talking I'm about that. If you are, because I think she is. No. Okay. Um, Chelsea, which one are you talking about? Don't worry. No one will get mad at you. All right. Um, so, but yeah, all of our stuff, that's like showing somebody our courses too. Yeah, it's a very private thing. People only mem- Only members should have access to that at all. If we find out that it's otherwise, you won't be a member anymore. This isn't, this isn't to you, Jesse. It's to, just to anybody. It's a rule. It's usually like that way in all things. All mm-hmm. things. Even Netflix now is cracking down. Uh, GB Bucks said, got to run. Using everything I learned from you, too. Excited about mm. the new year. Mm. Every trainer out there, connect with J&J. Oh, thank you. That'd be nice. Yeah, thank you so much for the... Yeah, for thank the, you for being a part of our community. Yeah, we yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, he's been training you. dogs for... He was doing service dogs for 35 years, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, Crixus said, bought a couple courses to freshen up some stuff. Awesome content. Nice. Keep up the great work. You guys help me more than you know. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Oh, so good. Yeah. Good. Christy, I'm so thankful because after ordering the green to graduate and common command, within a week, everything Glenn had done so far started to fit into place. Nice. And now he's doing great with Loki, but Luke is still a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't compare the two. Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't compare the two. You'll be fine. You'll be Every fine. Every dog's different. Yep. yep. So some dogs learn Just faster than the, the others. Process. Yep. But it's but what's awesome is, you know, these are all the puzzle pieces and you've done a good job with them. And now you connect or the auto parts, say. These are all the auto parts. And now you all of a sudden start putting them together. Like, holy shit, that's a good looking automobile. Um, or redoing a room in a house. It's like, well, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. But it's not done yet. And now it's finally done. It's like, wow, that looks really, really good. So it's the same with dog training. It's great when it comes together. And then just keep going on it, though. Don't lose steam just like getting in shape and then you start slacking oh, i'm gonna eat junk food again i'm gonna now watch watch you know, i'm gonna stop working out i'm in shape and it's like next thing you know you're out of, you're out of shape again so you've got to be really careful about that no you're supposed to make it a part of your lifestyle yeah. but like once your dog is trained it's so it's easy. not supposed to be doing drills all day yeah, yeah. like now you just incorporate it into your life um Shiona said, oh my God, hi, how are you? She said, do you have prong collar training dog alligator roles in your courses? Yeah. One of the, um, um, not in the courses, but there's a video out. There's a video out of when I went down to South Carolina. We, it happens not a ton, but it happens enough. Do, do, it's not just a prong collar um, conversation. It's a collar conversation. Yeah. Dogs do that on slip leads. Dogs do that on, on martingales. They do it on, they do it on flat buckle collars. Dogs don't like any pressure around their neck. Um, I've seen dogs and harnesses just go right to a, like they roll over on their sides and they'll refuse to move. And then if you try to move them, they'll roll around. Um, there's a video though on um, uh, teach your dog how to swim outdoors or out in a lake or a river or something like that. It's when I was down in South Carolina and I was working with a pack of feral dogs and one of them never had anything around its neck and it massively crocodile rolls. So you can actually correct that if you want to. Just be careful the dog doesn't choke itself. That's the biggest thing is the dog doesn't literally wind itself around the leash and it can actually choke itself. So you have to be super, super careful about that. Um, but you actually can use a bonker and you can actually stop the actual rolling. Um, so if someone says, don't stop the rolling or the dog hates it because it's a prong collar, it's not a prong collar conversation. It really isn't. I've seen dogs in every collar do it. Probably more on non-prong collars, probably more on slip leads than anything else. Which is even more dangerous. We have to be very, very careful. Yep. It's always the Shiba Inus mm. too. Joyful Canine said, just wondering if it's a shareable link. Some webinars are for everyone. It's all good. If not, I'll just make notes. No, so... Webinar is for everyone. But you have to still sign but up. But you though. still got to register. So just send your client the sign up it's page. It's free. It's free. They'll put their email in and then they will get yes. the invite. Yes. Um, but it's free. It's yes. for everybody. Yeah. So it's important that everybody is has gone in through the if it's if it's the podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays, those are private for community members only. If it is one of our free trainings, even though it's free, you have to register for it because then you get something sent to you. It's important that everybody that watches registers it. That's what's really, really important. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to be just, don't use your link to just share with other people. Just tell people, just go, just register for it. It's free. It's free. It's free. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's all. So you got? Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the separation anxiety course. That's going to be a kid. So I think that's one of the big, because leech reactivity, just don't take your dogs for a walk if you don't want to. I, I wouldn't do that, but I'm saying no. Yeah. You, or it runs, it runs around the backyard. You only drive it to the dog park, which again, I would I don't do, but still, you could actually live a full life yeah. without walking your dogs. You actually can. Or I just walk my dogs in the woods and we don't see any other dogs and there's no problem at all. Okay, yep. fine. Um, but separation anxiety, Destroys I can't your life. leave the house. 
literally destroys your life. That is a huge pain point. My relationship sucks. I can't leave the house. We both can't work. We can't go out on date nights. Sleep deprived. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything. Plus, then then there's the destruction. Destruction of the dog bed. Destruction of the the crate itself. Destruction of um, uh, 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 the teeth. Yeah, The the nails. And then they they ingest things. for pet sitters. Everything. Everything. It's astronomical. I I don't wish it upon anybody, even though so many people struggle with it. And that is why we have a course that is so damn effective. It is incredible. We can stop. I mean, I would say 90% of the dogs were stopped in one night. 90%. I can only think of one. Which was Max. Uh, he was the longest, he but we've had other challenging. ones that we've had other ones that have been they've been a little bit challenging, but not like Max. But I would say ninety percent of the dogs, after the first time they are told in a way that they understand, oh, which yeah. only takes one to three seconds, that behavior, whatever you're doing, doesn't make a difference what they're doing, but that behavior in the crates is not acceptable. And then it's very easy to teach and what do they do by default usually? They usually lie down by default. But then when you make that the mandatory default, which does take a little bit of time, like we're talking about a week, if, but but the, the actual keeping you up at night, that can be stopped. That can be stopped. So I, you know. Shelly said, we have so many dogs surrendered to our rescue because of separation anxiety. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I get it, though, but I, but see, I also get it, though. I, yeah, it destroys your life. Yes, so like, literally, like the dog, the dog that we have coming in, they have not been able to leave the house at the same time for over a year. So kudos to them, but I would get they're not going to. Yeah, the dog's coming to us, but I would get if they surrendered their dog. I would yeah. get it. I would get it. It's a miserable existence yeah. for everybody. Yeah. The dog yeah. too. Yeah. They're in a frantic state of mind. Yep. The yeah, second they're yeah. left alone. Then you have no life. You have no life. And you might not have one for 10 years, 11 years. So, yeah. but obviously that's why we have videos to help you. And that is why we are going to be doing lots of information. Um, that's what's great about the community is like we can, just, there's so many videos that Joelle is putting into this community. I'm like, where'd that video come from? She's like, oh, I did on training session because I didn't see it on social media. I didn't see it in any of the courses. I'm like, where are these videos coming from? I recognize the dogs and the people, but when was this film? It's like, oh, did it during a one-on-one or did it during the end of training? I just decided not to, to put it into a course. And I thought the, the, uh, 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 the community could learn something from it, even though it wasn't this groundbreaking thing. We might have already put something like it in the course that was redundant. But still, it's like, it's focused. It's yeah. like, that's all that we're trying to get across to you. And people comment. It's like, wow, because they might not have the course either. Mm-hmm. They might not have the course. So, yeah. Connie said, Happy New Year. Just had a nap and I'm hopping on. Nice. 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 Always good to sleep before the show. Nicole said, I've asked about my GSD before with him in new places on leash. He whines and screams. Yeah. Today was a huge setback. Any tips I could possibly try for him? I set the collar high, low, continuous, momentary. Yes. Prong doesn't do much either. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. did do great once he was off leash. He yep. always comes back and yep. checks in. Yep. Most times on his own, he'll come back and nose touch and go back to his smelling. So I got a feeling your dog might be doing some anticipatory behavior okay which is so um you absolutely can correct the dog how do you correct it in the way that works sounds snarky but it's like you mentioned high low momentary yes like i don't know try the formula you can use a squirt bottle you can use a leash pop you can use a heel the heel tap tap there's a lot of things you can do um in order to eliminate it but it sounds like you know you your 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 yours is like a elevated case of oh my dog whines when it gets to the water because it knows it's gonna swim. Yours obviously is like times ten, if not more. Is this like in the car too? Like, give me a little more context. Is it like once you pull up to the spot where he knows he's like, oh, we're mm. going off leash. Good point. 
Yeah. Like it could also be right now because it could be, be anytime the leash is on too. Some dogs right. do that. Once they're off leash, oh, they're fine. But it's like, yeah. But also, if we think about it, are they whining a lot just to get off leash? So we have to be careful with that. So that's why we take this the way the dog rides in the car. We take very seriously. We've eliminated so many behavior problems just by teaching proper car manners. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with like a lot of this. Like dogs don't even get car sick anymore. It's incredible. It's incredible. Plus, it's so nice to drive in a car where the dogs just don't give a shit about anything. They're not pacing back and forth. They're not barking up the window. If you live in New Jersey, you can, you know, you know how to pump your own gas because you're not educated enough, supposedly. That was a joke. I don't think you're stupid, but the state obviously does. Um, that, you know, you have to do self, you can't do self-serve. Um, so it's just like, come on. It's ridiculous, the behavior from these dogs. Next. Um, Arik said, do you think leash activity can be completely extinguished? Yes. Or is it like an alcoholic? You got to watch them when they walk by a bar, so you always have to manage it for the life of the dog. No, no, you can distinguish it. So I'm sober. I can go to bars. I don't know if I was an alcoholic. I'm just sober, though. I drank too much, but I don't consider myself an alcoholic. But this goes back 30 something years ago. You don't have to monitor me. You can put 20 bottles of alcohol around me, open. Yeah, but you weren't an alcoholic. No, but still, if you're truly an alcoholic and you truly don't want to drink anymore, you don't have to be monitored. At the beginning, True. you do, but you don't have to be monitored. Right. Like, well, yeah, for like your whole life. Yeah, you can go, you know, I, I'm going to go to a bar. Why? I'm going to get soda water and my partner drinks. I'm meeting my buddies there. You absolutely can go drinking. You don't have to be monitored at all. Mm. Same thing with same thing with anger management. Same thing with, you know, heroin and cocaine. It's like, no, I don't do drugs anymore. I don't do drugs anymore. I'm completely sober. You know, was I doing a lot? Some drugs, I would, I would say, were getting a little bit overboard, especially you get some of the highly addictive ones. But... You know, did I drink every weekend? Absolutely. Did I drink during the week? Sure. Did I ever black out? Yes. So was that being alcoholic? Whatever you want to call it, you can call it. The point is, I don't need to be monitored anymore. So can you extinguish leash reactivity? Yes, you can. 100%. A lot of people say, oh, you suppress it. You're managing it. I'm like, well, first of all, let's say you did suppress it. So what? Let's say you were managing it. That's fine. It's a whole lot better than not having to deal with it anymore. But you absolutely you have to remember, you know, if we get rid of leash reactivity, the dog comes in at two years old, it's been doing it since it was six months old. So we get rid of it, you know, very, very quickly. Is, is, you know, does it all of a sudden just go away? A lot of times it does. But now the owner has to work on it because there's something called association. Mm -hmm. No, dog trainers don't seem to be talking enough about association. They associate this is my behavior with the tra trainer. This yeah. is my behavior with the owner. So now the owner, that's where the owner training comes in. So, but if that owner stays consistent, they should get, they should get consistent results. Now, does that mean the dog will never be leash reactive? I mean, I stopped it with, with, with Ronin. And the only time he really was leash reactive is we got charged by a golden retriever. I was just going to say. You know, walking. Like, it, I need, again, like you need more context. If a dog any dog gets charged by some asshole dog, they're, they're probably going to be leash reactive. Right, they'll probably actually attack they're the dog. They're probably going to attack the dog yeah. if they're on leash. Yeah. So it's like, we can make dogs extremely safe, right. but there's always the exception. Right. So our dogs don't go after dogs. No. Guess what, though? We walk our dogs every night, and in the last month, not the January, but in the month of December, we probably got rushed five times. And guess what? Our dogs freaking took the dogs down. Every time. Yeah. But they didn't, they didn't, but they're not they, leash reactive. But, but they didn't maul them. Like we can pass by dogs and our dogs aren't like, oh. yeah. We, but we, but we have, there's a famous dog on the street. He's not from a famous, he's famous to us. There's a great dog at the end of the street that goes nuts in its yard. Our dogs like literally 
they're, they're like, they're like, this is how much it doesn't bother me. I'm going to take a piss on your lawn. Like stand here and pee while you're barking. It's like, this is how much you don't bother me. So like, like there's putting context, but as far as if, when, when you truly eliminate a behavior, it should be extinguished. Now, is everyone going to crop up again? Yeah. Every once in a while it could. Sure. But not to the point where it's a concern. It might just like, be like, wow, I haven't seen that in five years. So I will say too, like depending on association with the owner, like our dogs have been rushed, I would say in the last month more than they have in years because of just irresponsible dog owners. But they don't set get set back. Like our dogs don't suddenly become like these horribly reactive, aggressive dogs after it because they know they just, like stop. They right? know like there's still rules and boundaries in place with us, with the dynamic of our relationship with them. And and this isn't just our dogs, client dogs too, like that are with their owners, like they're they're with their owners. Yeah. Like there's, there's owners that have been like, yep, my dog isn't leash reactive anymore. Yeah. Like they're just not. Now, is there moments where they can be, or is there one select dog in the neighborhood that for some weird reason they can't stop? Sure. But when you take a dog that can't leave the house, for two years. I haven't been able to walk my dog for two years. And when I do, I have to do it at 2 a.m. because my dog is so bad. Now, even if it only happened once a week, that's not so bad, let alone once a month, let alone once every couple of months. So is it fully extinguished? There's a lot of moving parts in that. There's the dog. There's, it's not just leash reactivity. It's all these behaviors, yeah. all these behaviors. And it doesn't make a difference how you train. Just look up dog competition failures, you'll see these dogs make simple mistakes, like they won't pick up the dumbbell. Do you know how many dogs have picked up, like dumbbell, if you don't know, it's like looks like a dumbbell, but it's made out of wood. Um, dogs will jump over a, a jump and they'll go get the dumbbell and then they'll walk back around or sometimes they go up a ramp and down. Anyway, do you know how many dogs don't pick up the dumbbell and like start running around or come running back to their owner? Do you know how many times that dog has picked up that dumbbell? Probably 500 times. But at that, at that competition where it's a choreographed routine, we have done jump, grab, come back, center, let go. How many times do we have to teach that? We keep doing it over and over again. I broke it down into small pieces, you know, da-da-da-da, and the dog all of a sudden on that day decides not to do it. Why not? Why not? They've practiced, been practicing it for years. Mm-hmm. Dogs, make, dogs are dogs. Sometimes they do stupid things, but that doesn't mean we want to give them a free pass. Nicole said, yep, in the car too. I put him in a yep. kennel today and yep. that helped a lot. I don't let him off until he settles and stops his barking. Yeah, so, so kennel him up, lie down. So make sure he's in a down. And here's a couple of things. I was actually editing a video about this. Um, make sure he doesn't, so the kennel's in the car. He doesn't load up in the car until he's told. He immediately goes into a down or he's corrected. You close the kennel door. The whole time he's in the car, the, the dog stays in a down. If he's not, he gets corrected. You're driving to the spot. If he gets up at any time while you're driving, remote collar pressure, the dog should know what that means by now. Um, hopefully, if not, it's easy to teach. Dog should go into a down. And then when you arrive and you stop, dog again likes to sit up, put it back into a down, open up the door. If it's a hatchback or a car door, dog gets up, boom, put him in a down, open up the car, the, uh, the crate door, dog moves, correct that. Literally, think about all those pieces of information you're giving your dog that this is the new norm. Now, all of a sudden, your dog goes to the spot, laying down, being quiet, no whining, because I will give you information that says that's not acceptable. And then I will say, break, you come out, and or you can heal the dog out or let's go the dog out, so then it you can put it in a down right by your feet, so you can close the door. And that's what I would do. I put the dog down by my feet and then be like, now go play. Next. 
questing with Aries that Aries isn't reactive anymore. We walk by tons of other reactive dogs all the time. She looks at them like, what is your deal, dude? Yeah. 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 That's 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 what we're talking about. It's like that. Now, Aries is one of our, our boarding train clients. Is he ever going to? I mean, he has a history of also biting, doesn't he? No, she's never bitten. Okay. She was like really skittish. So skittish. Right, skittish. right. And reactive. So, so is Aries ever going to be like, I don't know how old Aries is, I don't remember, but it's like, is, is Aries ever going to have to be corrected for leash activity? In the course of its life, maybe. But the fact that the owner can have a better quality of life now and not have to, like, the walk should be enjoyable. Like, we took a walk tonight. We took a walk with Angelo, Joel's friend Rosie is in town. Um, so, jo- myself, Joel, Rosie, Angelo, and four dogs. Mm-hmm. And we just went around our neighborhood. And it's so relaxing. It really was nice. It's so relaxing to our do. Our hands are in our pockets. Our dogs are actually off leash and they stay by us. And we have leashes just in case because we're in a neighborhood. But it's just like, yeah. we're just mo- we're literally mosing down the street and just like talking and chit-chatting. And the dogs are, you know, they have a little bit of freedom when they're in that situation. And we didn't see one car. Mm-hmm. We, had, we actually were out for half an hour because that's all the time we had before the podcast. We actually did, and we're in our neighborhood. We didn't see one car. No, it's quiet yeah. today. So that's how that's why our neighborhood is. We can do that in our neighborhood because there's not a lot of traffic. There's not a lot of traffic in our neighborhood. So, what else? Um, Arik said, "Thank you for all your care of us trainers and owners. There aren't many trainers that invest the time you give to people. Your actions mm-hmm. show you truly love people and dogs. You both are truly a blessing to all of oh, us." Arik, oh. oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you, Arik. Yeah, we do care. I'm glad. I'm glad, it, I'm glad it comes around. I'm really emotional this week. Yeah. I might cry. <laughs> What are you on your period <laughs> soon? <laughs> so um, it's so funny because I put up some shorts. Um, I want to sort of do a, I want to do a video on this, but I don't, I don't know if I should. But, what? Because it's talking. So it's like I put this video up on shorts, and people are like, "This is about petting dogs," and people are like, "Oh my god, why?" Like people You're are should, angry. Why are you so angry? And it's like, have you ever thought? Have you ever taken a kid? This is the one I might do. It's like, have you ever have some compassion and empathy for people? Some people might be lonely, so they need to pet your dog. It's like, oh, so because because and, I, and I'm also That's the actually, I'm and I, but I'm and I'm the angry one. It's like so because you're lonely, you could pet my dog. Okay. Well, I haven't gotten laid in a while, sweetheart, and I'm lonely. So what are we going to do about that? That's a joke. I'm in a relationship and I don't call women sweethearts, but that, that's the same concept. Like, because you're lonely, it's my problem. Right. It's like, you're not, pet yeah, it's what dog. it is. It's, yeah. it's entitlement. It's like, oh, I'm having a rough day. I need to pet your dog. I'm like, well, there's probably a therapist down the street or like get your own dog. If you're that lonely, get a cat or a dog. There's tons of them out there for adoption. Like my dog is not gonna. He wasn't. Wasn't. Has been being raised to meet your loneliness. Like I don't give a shit if you're lonely and I'm the angry one. It's so funny. And when I talk like this, people are like, "Geez, you're so angry." I'm like, "Why? Because I'm animated." Yeah. Because I'm know, loud as fuck. And, be, and also because I actually know. Like I'm not. I don't wish. I'm not wishy washy. Yeah. It's like sorry for being confident. Sorry for having boundaries. I broke that rule the other day, though. That nice boy at the at the cafe. He was so polite. Yes. This is the most polite kid I think, besides Angelo, I've ever met. He was so polite, I couldn't say no. Right. He was like. He was probably only five years old. So nice. Yes. He was just like, I really like your dog. I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, may I pet him? He said, may I pet him? I'm like, not only he's in command, so I like took Wes out of command and like let him pet. I'm like, what a good kid. Yeah. I actually could educate him on. 
how yeah. to like appropriately pet dogs. Yeah. Yeah. He was so nice. He was so polite. What a cute kid. Yeah, well, the whole family was polite though. Yeah. There was like there was seven. There were seven children. You can tell they were down. They were down from uh, Ohio. Ohio. They were down from Ohio because we asked them. I knew they were from Ohio. You can just tell. Um, uh, and I just said, asked them. You know, it's like, uh, you know. That's why they also had a lot of kids too, because parts of parts of Ohio, there's different communities that have lots of children. So it was great. It was great to see. Mm-hmm. It's great to see. It's always great to meet a polite child. You know, it's a rarity. It's a rarity is, to meet yeah, a polite. I was honestly, shocked. That's why when I'm the fact that he said may. Well, I, I see polite teenagers all the time too. You know, yeah. so that's always nice. Whenever you see like a family with teenagers and there's a you know there's parents that are there and they're like wow. What a, what a great family. They're like, everybody gets along. All least, my nieces and nephews yeah. are very polite. Yeah, they, they are. All behave. Your whole family's pretty good. Yeah. Well, you've got, you know, there's nine siblings, so there's going to be drama. So, yeah. but I think you, you guys have worked it all out. So, Avi said, I liked that short. And Terry yeah. said, great analogies. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people did. It's like, it's the most, it's like, was I, was I combative? No. Was I like, you were just being, f- this is the problem. Frank. This is the problem. You were sugarcoating. And, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to, come across as sexist right now. Okay? So pardon me. Oh, boy. If I was a female talking like that, I'd be a bitch. If I'm a man talking like that, which I am, I'm angry or cocky. It's like, no, both male and female are just confident in the information that they're giving. There's a humongous difference from being, you're being confident with something. Why Why would well, I not like say frowned it? upon these days too, though. Well, God yeah. forbid you're confident and like... Well, like well spoken and like clear with your messaging and your right. boundaries that people right. like take it the wrong way. I right. don't know. We've got boundaries with each other. And I can oh you know, God. it's like it's like you could easily say if I have a boundary, you can turn that into like you're being an asshole, which I'm not. And if you have a boundary, I can like throw the B word at you, which would be a stupid move to do because then I'd probably be on the floor calling nine one one. But the point is it's like they're called boundaries. So they're called, these are called boundaries. If someone has a problem with a boundary, oh, people don't know what a boundary is. It's that thing that should be at our Southern border, by the way. Um, so, you know, boundaries are important, but it's just funny when you come across as confident that you're angry or you, or that they highly disagree with you. You're angry, which happens all the time. Like when somebody puts a stupid comment up and you'll just politely just correct them and tell them, you know, well, no, that doesn't work out, yada, yada. You don't have to get so combative. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm not being combative. You wrote on my page, you spread wrong information. I'm going to correct you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to politely correct you. And there's no miscommunication that's like, it's such a vanilla response. So there's like almost lack of emotion. So say, say I'm angry. Why? Because I actually responded to your Karen moment. That means I'm angry. Sorry, I'm not going to let you get away with just posting shit on our page that's false. Yeah. So. Questing with Aries said, we're taking Aries to a family member's house in an hour. All parents know that their kids aren't allowed to pet her. Good. They're all respectful that I don't want them to pet her and get her ramped up. Oh, wow. Ramped up. Good. Right. Um, Sabrina said, I love this nightly Q&A show. It really makes my day. Well, that's good. We enjoy. We truly enjoy doing it. Yeah, I yeah, love We podcast. really do. We really do. Love it. Yeah. Um, Connie... Oh, Connie tagged her friend and said, this is the trainer that will help you. Thank oh, you, Connie. We appreciate the you, shares. Thank you, Connie. Honestly, anyone who shares and interacts and tells their friends about the show, we really appreciate yeah, like it. like the show, make comments, yeah. interact. Best thing you can do is share the show because we stream on, so we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on um, 
uh, Rumble. We're on 20 or so podcast platforms. Rate the podcast. If you listen to us on a podcast, rate it. Like, five, give me a five star, please. I'll just ask for it. All right, ask for it. Give me a damn five star. If you hate it, then just give me one star and call me an asshole. But if you, if you like it, give me a five star, please. Um, so uh, Instagram, we were streaming on. So everyone's got their own, their own platform and their own way to say you appreciate us. So we would appreciate it. We absolutely would. Because that means more. It's not like we make money off this show. It actually costs us money. But the point being is then more people get the information, which is all we really care about. And, you know, the more people that get the correct information, so many people wouldn't struggle. It's such a, we're like an epidemic right now in so many categories of life. So but, many. So, but it's like dog training is right up there. It's right up there. Well, because dog training and human behavior go hand in hand, yeah. ironically enough. Yeah. Avi said you were asking about something serious, but people don't give weight to the topic, but they should because it's pearls of wisdom talking mm. about something serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another thing. It's like, geez. And it's funny. The most offended people are the ones that probably need to hear it the most. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I guess we triggered you there, didn't we? And all you can come back with is like, it's, it's me. It's like, oh, it's me. So nothing in your past is affecting that, you know, your conversation right now. I'm sorry, but like, would you ever walk up to someone and be like, oh my God, can I hold your baby? Yeah. That you didn't know? Some people do. Some people want to touch cheeks and stuff, you know? That doesn't mean it's acceptable. I'm just saying, no, right. people do that. I would, yeah. like, I would slap someone, yeah. literally. So yeah. like, why do they think it's okay for the dog, right. which has teeth and can bite? Because they're entitled to it. It's a very, it's an entitled thing. They don't care about you. They actually don't care about the dog. People are like, oh, no, they're dog lovers. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not. They're entitled. They're entitled. How do you know the dog even enjoys it? Or how do you know if the dog even cares? You care. Like, you care. And again, like, if they're really nice and they're interested in actually talking to me, the human, and have a conversation with me. it's usually not like that. and And then if they ask, oh, man, meet your dog or whatever, like, I'm not going to be like an asshole. Right, but, but it's, it's usually not the like, conversation. They don't acknowledge your existence and they're just like, dog. Yes. Reaching out. Everything's the dog. Not making right, eye contact right, with me. Right, right. Like, that's what really right. like grinds my gears. At a minimum, it's like, you can actually, if you don't want to thank me for petting the dog, you thank me for actually bringing the dog here because you happen to be here too. It's like, dog didn't just get here on its own. Some kind of conversation, but, yeah. right? Like, anything, anything, I know. It's like, um, yeah, it's out of control. Paulette said, I share everything you do. Life-changing education. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much, everybody. Terry says, spot on, Jeff. So many overly sensitive people. Yeah. Cheryl said, a sheriff's deputy asked to pet my dogs. He had just come from a hard case where an infant died in the community where I live. Yeah. He loved on them for the longest time, and my service dog tried to distract him. I usually don't allow interactions except for a few cases. Yeah. 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 I mean, I probably would do that. If I had a friendly dog, like, yeah. so our dogs are friendly. So mm-hmm. you can actually pet our dogs. But, um, you know, so in that situation, I'd be like, yeah. I mean, it's not that we don't let anybody pet our dogs. But it's like the norm, though, is no, can't pet our dogs. Because you don't know what people are going to do. Mm-hmm. Like people will do stupid things. Like I own a Malinois. Also, like, our dogs people, are very aloof. So then, we can on care a less. occasion, we do say sure. People are like, they go to pet, and the dogs are like, I'm really don't want to be pet. Don't they don't want to be. They don't want to be like, pet. They want to be. They want to be pet by us. Yeah, they love being pet by us, but they really want to be pet by you know by by other people. They'd rather just like, oh well, we're moving around now. We might as well just like go go do something, you know, they don't, they don't, or they'll come back to us. They don't really want to be pet. 
by strangers. They really don't. So, and you can train that, by the way. You can train that. And then the people usually are like, oh. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. it's a trained dog. (laughs) Sam says, I really, really look forward to your podcasts and such good training courses. I've never had a dog or been around a dog. And this topic is fascinating and so important to our modern society. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Thanks, so Sam. you listen to us and you don't have a dog. He's a super I love fan that. too. Was that Sam in Argentina? No. Oh. No, this oh. is a new Sam. I've never oh, seen hey on Instagram. Sam. Hey, new Sam. Thank you for uh, being how here. How are you? Thank you. It's really nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. I remember back when I had a radio show, I get a bunch of people calling in being like, I don't even have a dog, but this show well, is great. Like sometimes we do talk about way more than dog yeah. training. Yeah. So this is back when it was just dog, it was strictly dog training. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, everybody. Madly in love with all of you and everybody have a fantastic week. It is a great week. Life is great. Remember every day the sun shines on your face, not on your casket is a fantastic day. I can hear a door opening and a child running and look, look, look who shows up. When are you going to start your podcast, Angelo? Did you just smack your head on that? Uh Uh-oh. I just hit my head. Um, good night. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good, good night, everybody. Take care. Bye bye.